Section 5 of Mark Twain, A Biography. Part 1, 1900-1907. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Mark Twain, A Biography. By Albert Bigelow Payne. Chapter 216. Riverdale. A Yale Degree. The Clemens household did not return to 14 West 10th Street. They spent a week in Elmira at the end of September, and after a brief stop in New York, took up their residence on the northern metropolitan boundary at Riverdale on the Hudson, in the old Appleton home. They had permanently concluded not to return to Hartford. They had put the property there into an agent's hands for sale. Mrs. Clemens never felt that she had the strength to enter the house again. They had selected the Riverdale place with due consideration. They decided that they must have easy access to the New York Center but they wished also to have the advantage of space and spreading lawn and trees, large rooms, and light. The Appleton homestead provided these things. It was a house built in the first third of the last century by one of the Morris family, so long prominent in New York history. On passing into the Appleton ownership, it had been enlarged and beautified and named Holbrook Hall. It overlooked the Hudson and the Palisades. It had associations. The Roosevelt family had once lived there. Huxley, Darwin, Tyndale, and others of their intellectual rank had been entertained there during its occupation by the first Appleton, the founder of the publishing firm. The great hall of the added wing was its chief feature. Clemens once remembered, We drifted from room to room on our tour of inspection. All was with a growing doubt as to whether we wanted that house or not. But at last, when we arrived in a dining-room that was sixty feet long, thirty feet wide, and had two great fireplaces in it, that settled it. There were pleasant neighbors at Riverdale, and had it not been for the illnesses that seemed always ready to seize upon that household, the home there might have been ideal. They loved the place presently, so much so that they contemplated buying it, but decided that it was too costly. They began to prospect for other places along the Hudson shore. They were anxious to have a home again, one that they could call their own. Among the many pleasant neighbors at Riverdale were the Dodges, the Quincy Adamses, and the Reverend Mr. Carstensen a liberal-minded minister with whom Clemens easily affiliated. Clemens and Carstensen visited back and forth and exchanged views. Once Mr. Carstensen told him that he was going to town to dine with a party which included the Reverend Gothiel, a Catholic bishop, an Indian Buddhist, and a Chinese scholar of the Confucian faith, after which they were all going to a Yiddish theater. Clemens said, "'Well, there's—' only one more thing you need to make the party complete that is either satan or me howells often came to riverdale he was living in a new york apartment and it was handy and made an easy and pleasant outing for him he says i began to see them again on something like the sweet old terms they lived far more unpretentiously than they used and i think with a notion of economy which they had never very successfully practiced. I recall that at the end of a certain year in Hartford, when they had been saving and paying cash for everything, Clemens wrote, 
reminding me of their avowed experiment and asking me to guess how many bills they had at new year's he hastened to say that a horse-car would not have held them at riverdale they kept no carriage there was a snowy night when i drove up to their handsome old mansion in the station carryall which was crusted with mud as from the going down of the deluge after transporting noah and his family from the ark to whatever point they decided to settle provisionally but the good talk the rich talk the talk that could never suffer poverty of mind or soul was there and we jubilantly found ourselves again in our middle youth both howells and clemens were made doctors of letters by yale that year and went over in october to receive their degrees it was mark twain's second yale degree and it was the highest rank that an american institution of learning could confer twichell wrote i want you to understand old fellow that it will be in its intention the highest public compliment and emphatically so in your case for it will be tendered you by a corporation of gentlemen the majority of whom do not at all agree with the views on important questions which you have lately promulgated in speech and in writing and with which you are identified to the public mind they grant of course your right to hold and express those views though for themselves they don't like em but in awarding you the proposed laurel they will make no count of that whatever their action will appropriately signify simply and solely their estimate of your merit and rank as a man of letters and so as i say the compliment of it will be of the pure unadulterated quality howells was not especially eager to go and tried to conspire with clemens to arrange some excuse which would keep them at home i remember with satisfaction he wrote our joint success in keeping away from the concord centennial in eighteen seventy five and i have been thinking we might help each other in this matter of the yale anniversary what are your plans for getting left or shall you trust to inspiration their plans did not avail both howells and clemens went to new haven to receive their honors when they had returned howells wrote formally as became the new rank dear sir i have long been an admirer of your complete works several of which i have read and i am with you shoulder to shoulder in the cause of foreign missions i would respectfully request a personal interview and if you will appoint some day and hour most inconvenient to you i will call at your baronial hall i cannot doubt from the account of your courtesy given me by the twelve apostles who once visited you in your hartford home and were mistaken for a syndicate of lightning-rod men that our meeting will be mutually agreeable yours truly w d howells dr clemens end of chapter 216 riverdale a yale degree read by john greenman 